Good morning, everyone. This is Arlo Gagestein with the Dabbling in Discomfort podcast, where we strive to help you live an uncomfortable life. And I'm here today with uh, my good friend, David Castillo. Um, I've only known Dave well for a couple of years, but known him of him for a very long time. He has been a professional MMA fighter. That's when I first heard about Dave and watched a few of his fights and Man, he was fun to watch. He was a brawler. Um, anyway, he's changed a lot. His life has changed a lot um, since I first was introduced to Dave. And I've really gotten to know him a lot better the last couple of years and trained with him a lot the last couple of years. And I've I've really been blessed by it. He's a, he's a fantastic human, and I enjoy spending time with him. So, Dave, thank you for coming on the podcast. Man, thank you. What an introduction. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. I am super excited to talk to you. Like I, so as I've gotten to know you better, I've I've watched just the way that you parent. I've watched your passion for the things that you do in life, and it's it's inspiring. Absolutely. Like I love just watching everything you're involved in, and and how you commit one hundred percent to everything that you that you uh, turn towards. So um, I think first off, we should probably talk about last October. So Dave was one of three people that joined me in a mm-hmm. motorhome poll across the Salt Flats. So we we pulled a uh, a motorhome. The curb weight, I believe, on the motorhome was like eighteen thousand pounds, but it was loaded full of water and all of that. So who knows how much it actually was? But Dave and Jeff Moore, who was on episode one, and Kurt Larson and I pulled this motorhome across the Salt Flats for 10 miles, and it took like 13 hours or something like that. It was a long day. Um, And one one thing I do want to talk about with with you today is just the your family was there as well, and at times they helped pull the motorhome also, and it was it was just cool to watch them experiment doing hard things and and you encouraging them to get involved um so let's just let's start by talking about the motorhome pole we did it as a sorry one quick thing we did it this is and this is the most important thing we did it as a fundraiser (laughs) for operation underground railroad um, which is they fight against human sex trafficking and they're based well they were based here in utah but they have offices all over now but but anyway, so we did it as a fundraiser, raising money for Operation Underground Railroad, and it was a great experience. But let's uh, let's get your take on the motorhome pull, Dave. Yeah, <clears throat> man, what a what an experience it was. That was hard. That was way hard. That was a <laughs> long day, dude. Salt everywhere. Right, right. right? Yeah. Sweat. It was raining. There's salt in the shoes and every other, everywhere else, and and the, the motorhome was super heavy, and and uh, I actually showed up that day thinking that I was <laughs> only going a, two miles that day. Was right, it, right. Was it teams of five? It and, was teams of five. Everybody was supposed to pull for two miles, and I kind I kind of made some changes the last minute. And suckered him into to polling all day with me. Dude, so I I appreciate yeah. you joining me for the whole thing. <laughs> that was good for me because I'm I'm usually more of like a high intensity, low duration. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's more my preference, right? Right. Right. 
five, you know, like back in the MMA days, it was like either 15 to 25 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, versus 13, uh, 13, 13 hours. 13 hours. <laughs> I'm like, I could fight really hard for 25 minutes. And yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd yeah. Be pretty good. And, but I've never really done like, like long distance uh, with like long duration um, high intensity. That was, I would say that, what was that? High intensity or moderate intensity? Uh, what would you say? Moderate? That was probably moderate intensity. Okay. Like we were able to keep going. So, okay, I mean, it was, it was, it was hard for sure. But. So moderate intensity, high duration. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that made it, that, that wasn't something new for me. And, and I feel like that was the most challenging part was like the slow and steadiness. Right. Right. It. Well, I mean, I was pulling pretty hard every step. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had it, it was never easy. Because <laughs> remember when one, when one guy would stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To like, I don't know, You'd, whatever. You, you noticed as soon it. as somebody stopped <laughs> stopped working. <laughs> and it got to the point when we were, you know, pretty deep in that it's like, you don't, I didn't want to stop pulling right, because right. I didn't want to let you guys down because you were pulling pretty hard uh-huh. already too. And I knew that when I stopped, you would feel it just like I when other people yeah, saw yeah, yeah. I could feel it. And I was like, come on, <laughs> take a couple breaths, get back on it. Dude. For sure, and, for sure. And uh, I can't remember if it was like, I don't know, maybe the seventh lap, sixth or seventh lap. And it was Jeff and I and um, Kurt Kurt up, up front. Uh-huh. You were in the back. And, and, uh, and up until this point, you included we were we were asking each other like on the on the break like you doing good man you good yeah and we're all walking around like oh yeah i'm good i'm good i'm good and 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 then it was about lap six or seven it's like and I, I can't remember who said it but it was like has anybody else had second thoughts like, we're gonna be able to do this or not and uh, and uh, I think it was Jeff that, that said it, and we were like, "Oh yeah, dude, for sure." <laughs> right, right. For Nobody sure. wanted to be the first to admit it, but once it came up, we all we all felt the same. Yeah, we're like, "Oh, dude, I was wondering if I'm be able to do this on like the second lap, oh, the third that's lap." So funny. And then, thirteen hours later, we finished. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. That was a that was a big accomplishment. For yeah, me. absolutely and good. I thought it was really cool that you put that together and include in, included so many people for a really good right, cause. Right. I think, I think that that made it just as powerful as like the endurance of yeah, aspect yeah, yeah. of it, you know? Yeah, it was, I mean, it was a great accomplishment, but it was so cool for me because I had pulled my truck, um, alone the year before and that was cool. Like that was a big accomplishment. But one year later to look around and there's 30 people out there all pulling something. That was just, it was mind blowing and it was awesome. I'm like, wow, this is a bigger accomplishment than anything physical that I've done. Just that we have this many people out here doing, doing this to raise money for, for a great cause. So yeah, that was, that was really cool. Yeah. 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 And I, and I sure appreciated you guys. Like I, I'm not sure. I may have told Jeff like the day before that we were going to pull a motor home the entire <laughs> 10 miles and you were expecting to pull something for two miles. And I think I had told, I think I had told Kurt too a few days before, mm-hmm. but I kind of, I kind of sprung that on you guys last minute and, and you all were committed and you weren't going to stop. And, yeah, and that was awesome. Like that's one of the things that I appreciate about you and, and, uh, Jeff and Kurt as well as they'll they'll commit to something and they're going to follow through and we're going to get it done. So yeah. thank you. Rise to the occasion. <laughs>
Yeah, absolutely. so important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I got I, I know I thanked you before, but I'll thank you again on the on inviting me because that was a really cool opportunity for me to bring my family and get them involved and to see like to, to see my friends or the people that I surround myself with doing mm. good things and working hard. Yeah, for yeah. The, the, for the for the betterment of others, you right, know what I mean? Right, like making right. yourself uncomfortable to to do something good that's bigger than yourself. Absolutely. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, and, yeah. And and just for them to be around you and and um, the rest of the guys that were there was was inspiring to them. Good. Know, because they don't good, see good. that all the time. Yeah. And I th- I really think that's important for all of us. I mean, it's it's easy to look at issues in the world, even ones that we care about a lot, and be like, oh, somebody else will do something, right? But to actually see people doing it and, and to participate yourself is, it's mm-hmm. incredible. And it, it, like, we really can make a difference. If if we all think somebody else is going to do something, it's not going to get done. Right? So yeah. so I certainly appreciate you and your family being there as well. And it was it was really cool to see them your son steering and, and your wife and kids pulling. Yeah. It was it was a really I got pictures experience. of everyone pulling. Uh-huh. Those pictures were cool because it was wet. Yeah, so those are gorgeous. We'll we'll try and put the, those on on something on YouTube yeah. on the YouTube. But thank version. you. That was one of the harder <laughs> things that I've done. Nice, and, good. And I had a blast. <laughs> I had a ton of fun doing it. Uh huh. Well, that that's that's interesting, and I I know I feel the same way too. Like doing really hard things can can absolutely suck in the moment but they're the most rewarding when you look back on them and and they truly are fun like if you can learn to appreciate the the struggle um man it's an it's incredible the how awesome hard things can be oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, very nice so let's talk about your mma career a little bit so you had a lot of professional fights how many do you have like 29 or something 30 30, 30 professional fights yeah that's a long career. To, it was just over a decade, but it was 2007 okay. to 2017. Wow. That is awesome. Um, and you started with, with Jeremy Horn, is that correct? Yep. Start, started with Jeremy Horn um, and had an amazing run. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. I could have done some things better, but I had, mm. a, I had a great run. And, 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 you know, for me to go back and talk a lot about my fighting career is not really even something that I really want to talk too yeah. much into because like that that's already done right right like uh-huh. it's about what I'm doing now yeah you know? I don't want to be the guy who is you know who was like look what I did when I was in my 20s yeah 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 you know, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm going to be 40 in May. It's like, what am I going to do now? What am I right, doing now? Right. What am I going to do now? MMA was cool, uh-huh. and it's given me a lot of tools, and it taught me a lot of lessons, hmm. and it gave me a ton of great experiences, and it, it allowed me a platform to inspire my kids and my wife and, like, start a gym and help people. You yeah. Know? Like, the MMA thing was way bigger than just me. Not at the moment, but I right, realize right. that now. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? At the moment, at the time I was doing it, I was it was more it was it was really selfish. It was really selfish. Okay. It was, I was trying to get the acknowledgement and yeah, yeah, and um, 
get my name out there and <laughs> prove something to myself, prove <laughs> something to other people and be seen. Right, right. You know what I mean? And do good and win fights. Yeah, yeah, and, absolutely. And uh, and it was all great. And I had ups and downs and, and there was things I could have done better. But at the end of the day, the, my MMA experience was just to prepare me for now. Hmm. And, uh, and now it's given me an amazing... Well... MMA gave me an opportunity to be introduced into uh, introduced to jujitsu. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Obviously, I trained under Jeremy Horn, but uh, but jujitsu is like one of the biggest parts of my life now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What it is was, it about jujitsu that you love? Well, it. I actually didn't love it as much while I was fighting. I remember like I you saying more, that. I'm more, yeah, I yeah. was more like a, I wanted to get got people in a position where. I could just hit them uh-huh. and make them stop. Right? <laughs> um, and I, I didn't, I didn't love or respect jujitsu hmm. as much then as I do now. Uh-huh. Like if I would have had the 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 caliber of jujitsu right, that I have right. now, back in my fighting days, like it'd have been a completely different ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd have been twice as dangerous. You're, you know, yeah. <laughs> and, and but that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. It's okay, absolutely. but MMA gave me an opportunity to be introduced to jiu-jitsu. You know, Jeremy introduced me to to jiu-jitsu a long time ago and and I've had a lot of people since then help me and right, be part right. of it, including you, right? And um but it but it's such a it's such a good example of like what it takes to win at life. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. It's the long-term game. Hmm. You know, <clears throat> like, all the time on the mat, all the days in the gym, all the all the times that you were in the, in the gym and you were getting tapped over and over and over again, your ego was getting beat to death. And, <laughs> and you go home and your body's tired and your neck yeah. hurts. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you can't believe that, you know, you got choked by a girl that day. And like, I've had way you, too many days yeah, like that. Right? <laughs> Anyone who's done it can yeah. relate. Your first few, few months right, in the right. gym, yep. you know, you get that little slice of humble pie. <laughs> but, uh, it, but it's like, it's, it's, you, jujitsu is a perfect example of putting yourself in an uncomfortable place yes. over and over again for the, the betterment of the future of yourself, right, your right. personal growth, you know, and the contribution to the people around you. Yeah. 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 Just as important in jujitsu, right? Yeah, absolutely. You have to go in and get better, but then you have to contribute to the people uh-huh. around you so that they can get better too. So you for sure, for together. sure. And, um, and it's, it's, it's the day in and day out, the, the, you know that I've been on the mats 14 years now. Wow! And it's and same with you. We're right, right. About the same amount of yeah, time. yeah, yeah. And uh, it's the long game. Uh-huh. It is the long game. It only feels like to me like I've really been excelling for like the last two and a half years. Yeah. It's been incredible to watch you progress the last two and a half years. <laughs> like, yeah. you have definitely improved so much. I mean, you were awesome to begin with. When you first started coming here, you were incredible already. You're a great grappler. But 
you just keep getting better and better and it's fun to watch. Like I, I love to watch watch people get better and, and as a consequence, those of us that train with you are also getting better, yeah. right? And it's like you say, everybody's getting better together and rises up together and I mm-hmm. think that's it's really cool. It's really neat to to see how just training with people helps you and it helps them. And it's it's hard not to improve when you're around other people that are pushing you and challenging you. Mm-hmm. And I think just life in general too, talking about doing hard things, like when you're challenging yourself and and you're being pushed by others to do hard things, it makes you better. Like it builds character, it, it makes you more durable. Um, I mean, there's a, there's a ton of benefit. <laughs> so. 100%. I love the friendly competition. Too. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> like, 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 like we got, we got hits out on each other right now for, for lunch, right? <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> so, um, it, it's a good time. And that friendly competition is so necessary. Yeah. 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 You can, and you can apply it to like, to anything, right? You can apply it to like, your your fitness or your jujitsu you can apply it to you know to business right yeah yeah yeah. it's good to have friendly competition in business Mm -hmm. people that help you level up absolutely and and so i'm just grateful to have training partners like you and and you know and everyone else that is in my circle because without you guys i wouldn't be where i am right now Hmm. you know for sure for sure journey and so um yeah yeah, I agree. Getting 100%. there over and over and over again. Yeah, is the yeah, most yeah. important part. You know, you know, some days are going to suck. You still show up. Yeah, consistency. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah, I mean the the circle of friends and circle of the people that we surround ourselves with. Honestly, that is that's the main reason I started this podcast. I looked around at the people that I'm exposed to every day, my friends and acquaintances that I'm. They're doing incredible things, and I'm like this is awesome. Like nobody, nobody got there taking the easy path. Like all of these people that, that I'm blessed to be around have done hard things to get where they're at. And it's, and it's just incredible. And I, I love to watch all of you succeed and I love to be a part of, a part of it and be around you guys. And, and so thanks for helping inspire the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, I, I've thought a few times about doing some podcasting and I, and I just think it's cool that you like actually started and you're doing it and you, you took that step. And uh-huh. So I'm, I'm honored to be, you know, your third, I believe you're, third you're the guest. Third, third guest. Yes. Yeah. Amongst the, 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 <laughs> the, the first two were amazing guests, Jeff and Soraya, mm-hmm. you know, both inspiring people. And so when I've listened to those podcasts and then you asked me to do this, I was like, hell yeah. I want to nice. do it. Good. Well, I, I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Another thing to add too with with jujitsu, and, and again, you can apply it to anything else. Is is like the importance of paying it forward. Hmm. Right. Right. And how paying it forward actually makes you better. Yeah. 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 Um, in twenty twenty, you know, my, my my sons have both been training with me, and or and and in um, other wrestling camps. Since they were both five, and now okay. one's nine and the other's 13. Right, right. And um, the deal was, is that they, it's mandatory for them to train until they win gold. Huh. And at that point, if they win a gold in, in a tournament or yeah, a yeah, yeah. And at that point, they can decide if they want to continue training or okay. not. Okay. 
Oh wow! Right? And it took it took my oldest son five years, uh-huh. and it took my youngest four. Wow! And they're still doing it, huh? and, and they're still training. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and but but Grant, they've both taken a break here and there, which is okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but the importance of that was the reason I set those. My wife and I set those bound or those those rules is because we wanted them to know what it takes to win. Yeah. That's such an important lesson. Yeah. Without being like, this is hard and I don't want to do it. Yeah. And it's scary and I don't know if I can win. And do you think I'm good enough? Right. All right. these things that we experience as adults too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when we're setting out on new ventures or putting ourselves into into challenging situations. Um they they learned that they, it is possible uh-huh. and that they are capable. Yeah. And that if they just stick with it and sh- keep showing up and keep putting in the work, that eventually, like, you will win. You will yeah. have your time. Right, right. Most people, I mean, you've heard it a million times, and so have I. It's a quote. I don't know who said it, but it's like most people quit right before they succeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So true. And I can't tell you how many times before they won, they were like, I don't know. If, huh. you know I don't know. I don't know about going to this tournament this year. Uh-huh. Dad, you know, I'm like, dude, you'll thank me one day. Right, But you right. stick with it. And so to, two of the most important, or the most... Um, proud moments amongst a handful of others was watching them both win for the first time. Oh, I bet. Like I told my, I told my other son or my oldest son at the time he won, I was still like pretty deep into my coaching and MMA. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, that was the biggest win of my career. Right. That is so cool. You know, that was the biggest win of my coaching. Yeah. 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 To watch him win a little wrestling tournament. Oh, that's you know? so awesome. And the same thing for my, my youngest, who just recently got his. Uh-huh. It's just recent. But um, he had an opportunity to for the, the, the other kid to be disqualified, and it was for the first and second place. Oh. There was an opportunity for the other child right. to be disqualified. To take the easy we win. We called it out. We, called, we, we said no. Nice. And he still went in there and won. Oh, that is so cool. So... <clears throat> That's an example of like the importance of putting yourself out there. Yeah. Putting it all on the line, putting in the work, doing hard things. Right, and then right. Giving yourself a chance to win. Uh huh. Because if you don't ever give yourself a chance, you won't know what you you're capable will. of. You right, will. right. Yeah. So, yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. And that is, oh, for sure. <clears throat> And MMA and jiu-jitsu has now given me an opportunity. Like I was saying, oh, what I, where I was getting at is that in 2020, when COVID and all this stuff happened, that um, wrestling got weird. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they wanted parents and kids and coaches and everyone to put masks on right, and training right. and all this uh-huh. crazy stuff. And I'm like, we're not doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we built a gym in our hayloft of our barn. And... The reason we built that gym is because my son, Lennox, still had not won. Oh, right, right. So, so we uh, we had to keep our word to each other. Yeah. We built a gym. 
That is so cool. I didn't realize that's why you built the gym. Yeah. I've been to the gym. It's amazing. I love it. The loft. Yeah. So cool. That's um, why we built it. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And now since 2020, you know, it just happened and just manifested itself. But I'm coaching about 30 kids up there now. That's incredible. 30 kids. Yeah. <clears throat> and, uh. And the reason I'm, I'm getting emotional is because I'm super passionate about <clears throat> passionate about um, paying it forward. Yeah, right, right. Because I know what it's done for me. <laughs> My background, where I've come from, and where I'm now, like it's the tools that you learn on the mat yeah that prepare you for the times where it gets rough when it gets for sure for sure like you've already you've already done it in the gym Uh uh-huh yep it's a huge confidence builder huh? oh yeah yeah and just the ability to deal with with adversity and difficult situations and knowing you're not made of glass yeah 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 And, and and knowing that you're capable, uh-huh. you know, and and I'm, I'm watching these kids now, and some of them have been training with me since the start, and uh-huh. some of them are just six months in. Okay. Some of them are at that year mark now. Yeah. And I'm starting to see things click. Oh, that's exciting. <laughs> and a hundred percent of them I've brought from the ground. Yeah, up. yeah, yeah. So when you when you see them like applying all these things and growing confidence, standing a little taller, right, right, that's a big testament to like more adults should do this too. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. So, I, I actually I, I love seeing you get emotional about this <laughs> because I I mean it just it cements in my mind what I already knew that just your level of passion for everything you do and for your family and for, for paying it forward and helping other, other kids and other people is just, that's one of the things that I admire most about you is, um, and I've, I've seen it so much as I've, as I've come to know you the last couple years, how important that is to you, how important family is and helping others. And man, it's inspiring. So thank thank you. you. Yeah. 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 So it's cool. I, I, it's a, it's a big responsibility that I don't take lightly. Right, right. And maybe for the past seven or eight years, man, I, I've been really diving deep into self-development and uh-huh. becoming a better version of myself. And, and what I've learned from all the people and my coaches and my training partners and the books and the... And, the audiobooks and the podcasts and the application of all the things I'm learning, like through all this, all this time, I've I've learned a, a lot, and not only am I able to show these kids something fun and cool like yeah. jiu-jitsu, it also gives me a good platform to be able to share some concepts and ideas with them to help them be better 
in, far as in, in life, like introspective, you know, like like just basically trying to t- teach them or tell them or show them the lessons that I've learned through my self development. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. give them that message at an early age. Yeah, for sure. Go so much further beyond than just the mat. Yeah, and I try to, we line up and bow at the end of class, and I try to say something quick uh-huh. to just plant a seed. Yeah. You know, and uh, and I think I think one day, I, I think it is making a difference, and I think one day, you know, they'll do their part in the ripple effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. that's jujitsu for me right now. Nice, nice, nice. And it, it's, it's made me a ton better teaching, too. Right, right. Yeah, that's... One thing I notice whenever I teach, I realize how bad I am at teaching, but it makes me better. I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, that's this is why we do it this way. <laughs> yeah. So, cool. Very good. And you just got your black belt. Yeah. What was Dude, that? What a... Two, three weeks ago. Pretty, pretty recently. Yeah. From Jeremy Horn. Dude, unbelievable. <laughs> what an achievement. Unbelievable. Um... Yeah, that was a that was a big deal for me. That yeah. was a that was a, a a great it was a great recognition, uh-huh. and it cemented in what I already knew. Hmm. Um, and it's it's given me a it's given me, I guess for lack of a better word, just more confidence moving forward and okay. sharing what I know. Right, right. With the kids. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I think the coolest part is, is that because I have that belt, and Jeremy and I have had this conversation, and he's given me the blessing to to one day be able to belt my kids. That's neat. That is so cool. <clears throat> and. For those who know gi and know uh, know jujitsu or don't know jujitsu, for that matter, um, that you know, I'm more of a no gi grappler. I do train in the gi now, but I'm more of a no gi grappler. And in no gi, typically there's not a belt system. Hmm. And uh, so that's the first belt that Jeremy's ever given me. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's your black belt. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, but <laughs> I want to be able to give others the recognition too. Yeah. Right. Right. And, uh, and so, you know, one day when I get to put a belt that was earned. Yeah, right, right. Around my son's waist. Oh, man. After years of training. Uh-huh. That's going to be a big deal. Oh, and for sure. him handing that to me gave me a tool. Yeah. To be able to. To do it for others and give others the recognition that they deserve yeah. after it's earned. For sure, for sure. And I'm not going to be one to uh, hand them out easy. Right, right. Yeah, I, <laughs> I have no doubts. <laughs> so I think, and that's one of the that's one of the cool things. So we keep coming back to jujitsu, but that's obviously a huge part of my life and a huge part of yours. So one of the cool things about jujitsu that I've always loved is that you, it's rare to find a teacher. I think that just hands out belts. Like you don't, you don't progress through, through the different levels of jujitsu very quickly. It's, it's a, it's a long-term commitment. It's not just a, like a, a fling for a few years where you're like, yeah, I was into this once for a, it's, it's kind of a, it's, 
it becomes a lifelong thing, I think, for for anyone that doesn't give up. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. And and you know it's in those later years where you really get the reward. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I don't know the percentage, but it's like I don't know what percentage it is of people who get their blue belt stop it's, there. It's a pretty big percentage. <laughs> you know? So so for those of you that don't know jiu-jitsu, you start out as a white belt and and you the first belt that you promoted to is a blue belt and that I mean that typically takes a couple of years. Um, so it's it's a big accomplishment and some people get into jiu-jitsu and and they feel very accomplished when they when they get their blue belt and I don't know if it's if it's looking ahead thinking man if it took this long to get my blue belt I <laughs> it's going to take forever I don't know but <laughs> I I'm not sure anyway there's there's a running joke about how most people give up after after getting their blue belt if they make it that far most people probably don't even make it that far but <laughs> there's so many levels to everything and you just don't know what you don't know and, yeah 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 you know yeah and you know when i was at what do you it's typically a year and a half to a blue or two years to a blue belt uh -huh. something like that a year to two years um a year or two into my my training, I thought I was pretty badass. Right, right. <laughs> but but I had uh, no idea that like there were guys that were way better than me that yeah. were just kind of just letting me work a little, bit, <laughs> you know. For sure, for sure. And uh, and you just don't know what you don't know. But but that's that's why I feel like if you if you're passionate about something, if something makes you feel good, if putting in the work is giving you more confidence, if you know, if you you challenging yourself is making your life better, like stop questioning, hmm. just keep doing. Right, right. Because yeah. over time, it's just going to take care of itself. It's like the the compound effect. Just do, just do, keep doing it. Yeah. Keep doing a little bit all the time and keep going because eventually that little bit turns into something real up. big. Yeah, yeah. You know, sure. and I don't know what the average time to to end up or to to achieve a black belt level in jujitsu. I believe it's about a decade. Uh -huh, you know, right, mine right. took fourteen years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just had to keep going. Yeah. And there were times that I got frustrated. Huh. There were times that I didn't want to didn't want to get up and go again. There were times where I'm like, screw this. Yeah, like, for sure. Like, am I gonna keep am I gonna keep doing this? And and that time came right after I retired from. MMA. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There was a little one-year window in there where I kind of mm. let my body heal. Right, and, right. And, and uh, reset. I had to reinvent myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and so it, I took some downtime, and th th that was the time I'm talking about where I'm like, am I going to keep doing this? Am uh -huh. I going to keep going? Should I? Like, what's the point? Like, you, you have... Um, what Andy Frasilla, uh, uh, someone that I really look up to and listen to a lot, talks about is your bitch voice, uh -huh. and that's what that was. Okay, that was myself. <laughs> that was myself, my bitch voice, basically trying to talk me out. Yeah, of achieving yeah, yeah. my own personal greatness. Huh. And a lot of people will listen to that voice. Yeah, I've yeah, listened absolutely. to that voice before. Absolutely. Have you? Oh, for sure. And we yep. all have. And if yep. someone tells you they haven't, they're lying. <laughs> yep. <Right? laughs> and you and you and you also have, you know, this other voice that's cheering you on and telling hmm. you that you can. What's that but one it, called? That's the boss. The boss. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and so uh. 
Um, and and so I I I was having that moment, and and then one day I just Jenny and I, my wife Jenny and I, decided to just start training again. Yeah. And and then when I got back on the mat, when I when I kicked down the door on that self doubt, and told the bitch voice to take a seat, and, uh-huh. and like sh- started showing up again, I I knew at that time that it was the right decision. Nice. You know, yeah, yeah. But <clears throat> in those moments of doubt, you ha- you you have to you have to try. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Keep or you'll never forward. know. Right, right, right. And so, especially with things that are difficult. Yeah. You have to show up and try, or you'll never know if you were able to do it. For sure, for sure. Um, and I think a lot of people get discouraged or don't even start pursuing their dreams because they know how long it's going to take. They know how hard it's going to be. And you'll have people that that say they really, really want something, but they don't ever even start to pursue it. They're like, one day, one day, I, I'm going to do this. I want to do this. And, and they never start. And sometimes that's the hardest step is just starting and then listening to the boss and keeping going when it gets hard. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was such a valid point, the starting. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I admire about you is, is that, I mean, you, you do a lot. I start you, a lot. Written a, you know how to start. <laughs> I know how to start. Following through is always the easiest. You follow but... <laughs> through on, on writing two books. You know, you oh. you, uh, you own your own business, and you fo- and now you've started a podcast, and you've always you're always putting out value for people and content. You one thing that I really admired about you during the, like the 2020 times was. You start. You you got online. You delivered some value to people hmm. for people at home to be able to get some work in, and you put together that bag workout, uh-huh. and you made it a paid program <laughs> for people that I actually gave away for free once. Oh, before. nice! Remember that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, and I, I had do. to send everyone a message and be like, "Never mind, you have to pay for this." Uh, Sorry about that. No, it's totally fine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but uh, you you you. Uh, you start and and you do a lot and you experiment and hmm. and you keep going. You make the adjustments and you keep uh-huh. going. And you're like one of the most one of the most physically fit or strongest people that I know. For I don't know how else to explain it, but you just <laughs> you're just like freakishly strong and you've well, been doing you. it for a long time. And nobody could come in your gym and just train for a year and achieve what you have. Hmm. Like what you have is the, the years accumulation and years and years. of what, right, a couple right. decades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yep. I mean, I didn't even know of you or what you were doing when you were, had the lair. Uh huh. Where you guys were doing. That was a know, wild place. Crazy workouts, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But but yeah. I th- I mean even the lair is a part of why you you have the physical strength that you hmm. have now. Yeah, right, right. You know that was how long ago. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. It's been years, but yeah. Yep, definitely so, accumulation gets us places. Everybody wants the quick fix, but that's not very realistic. <laughs> but it's super common. Yeah, yeah, especially yeah. Especially with the way technology is. For sure. And, and it sells. Instant like, gratification <laughs> right. sells. For sure, for mm-hmm. sure. But. That's funny. <laughs> it, it's kind of a hard sales pitch when someone shows up and you really tell them what it's I know, be. right? <laughs> Just keep coming for the next 10 to 15 years. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's what 
That's why uh, it's important to start now, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. There's, there's a, I think it's a Chinese proverb that, uh, and I don't know many chi- Chinese proverbs, but this one has always stuck out to me. It says the best, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is right now. Yes, <laughs> I love that. I'm like, yeah, that's that's totally it. Like, yeah, you could have started, and it would have been better had you started when you first thought of of something you wanted to pursue. But if you didn't start now, don't put it off until Monday or until next month or next year. Like if you truly want something, dive in. It's it's probably going to be uncomfortable, but the sooner you start, the the sooner you'll achieve your goal and, and the easier it's going to be probably in the long run. <laughs> That's gospel right there, man. <laughs> um, so, you at one point struggled with alcohol for a good portion of your fighting career, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to talk about yeah, that sure. at all? I I no. I very much admire Dave too. He's been he's been he's been very vocal with with those of us in his circle, and I think with he's willing with anybody to talk about his struggles with alcohol and how how his life has changed for the for the better. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I drank for the majority of my fighting career. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a, there was a, uh, there was a, a two-year gap where I I wasn't okay um, because I was uh, trying out the church thing, uh-huh. uh, specifically LDS. Right, right. And part of that deal is is uh, yeah, you don't drink. And I was, someone told me once that, it, that if, if I go to the temple, then I'd be able to live with my family forever. Oh, okay. I was right. like, what if they're right? Yeah, that sounds good, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I, I should try that. Uh-huh. It ended up not being for me. But, <laughs> but that, so I, 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 started, um, I started drinking when I was 15. Okay. And, uh, and had a 20-year run. Wow. And so, um, but this is what it comes down to. The chink in your armor. Hmm. And it's funny that we're doing this podcast because when I came in here today, Warren mentioned my fight with Tiago Moises. That was for the IFA title. Yeah. That was my ticket to the UFC. And I didn't go into too much detail with him, but... That's the fight that I couldn't afford to have that cheek in my armor. Ha, right, right. Because when you're standing across from somebody who is equally skilled, equally strong, ha, um, in shape, ready to go, fully trained, like it comes down to are you 100%? Yeah. I was 99%. Right, right. I knew going into that fight and no one else did, but I knew going into that fight that I got drunk the weekend before. Wow. Uh-huh. And so even though I had like I was super confident, and I went there to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, subconsciously, you still know. Ha. Huh. 
and he caught me in a arm lock in the second round that I feel like if I had my wits about me just a little bit more, uh-huh. I could have had the right timing to do something that could have bought me well, maybe yeah. a little more time in the fight. Yeah, yeah. If my reaction time was just a little faster. Huh. Maybe if I wouldn't have drank, I would have been a little stronger because at one point I hit him with an overhand right that knocked him down, almost knocked him out. Uh-huh. What if I could have hit just a little bit harder? Huh. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's why I think the chink in your armor is a, is something good, a good concept for a lot of people to think about. Because, yeah. Because it comes down to, like, your personal integrity. Like, what do you do when no one's watching? Right, right. Because my time to drink was, <laughs> as bad as it sounds, on the drive home. Oh, okay. From the gym. I'd, uh-huh. I'd leave the gym. The liquor store was on the way. Yeah, yeah. It was on the uh, route. It was on the route. So when I quit drinking on uh, August 31st of 2017, that was also the day that I retired from MMA. That was okay. also the day that I closed my gym. Wow. That's a big day. Yeah. And and I had to cut out other types of relationships in my life as uh-huh. well and, and just shut it all down and reset and reinvent because that was the only way for me to... Um, achieve something that achieve whatever it is that I'm supposed to do and that whatever I'm capable of because with that crutch with that ball and chain I wouldn't be able to be walking or running as fast as I am now yeah right right so when I talk about my drinking and when it relates to fighting um that's the I think that's the one thing I could have done better hmm and that's the that could have been the difference. Right, right. But not where I was supposed to go. Yeah. Because yeah, where yeah. I was supposed to go is right here. Right that's now. That's awesome. So, so And like and like all, you said, every everything that like that career prepared you prepared for where for, you are for now. The, for this. Yeah. And making a difference. Uh huh. Because throughout through through the time of the drinking and the partying and all that stuff that I was doing, I hurt a lot of people. I hurt people that I loved. Uh, I hurt a lot of people I didn't know. Right, right. You know, and and so like, but but now I have an opportunity to to, to make a difference. Huh. And that's a big part of why I I want to share a good word with people when I'm around. Yeah, I want yeah, to make yeah. my interactions valuable with people, like. Hey, how you doing? Kind of thing just doesn't really do it for me. Right, you know, I right. want to talk about something that has some depth. For sure. And, and that I want to talk about things with people that, like everyone really, everyone thinks about, but no one really talks about like uh-huh. self doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, so so apply that chink in your armor concept to to other aspects of life too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what are you doing when no one's watching? You know, because. Everyone thought that I was prepared. Uh-huh. Everyone thought that I went all in. Everyone thought that that Dave was going to win tonight, uh-huh. and that I put in the work. And they saw it. And, and 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 everyone everyone around me had the ultimate the ultimate confidence in me because they thought that I was doing all the right things. But then when I when I was by myself, I was drinking. Yeah, yeah. And I knew. Right, right. 
and I knew. <sighs> and when it came time to lock the cage and it's time to fight, the only thing I could depend on is me. Yeah. And I let myself down. Hmm. So, <clears throat> so that's a regret that I had to live with, but it's also something that's super valuable to me. Yeah, absolutely. And so now it comes down to like, I just don't want to regret again. Hmm. Um, I would I would way rather fail than regret because because if I fail if I'm failing I know I'm at least trying and doing my best yeah but I don't want to live with the the regret of of not cutting trying. myself short yeah 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 because all of us have people that look up to us. Everyone listening to this podcast right now has somebody who looks up to them. And so so if we cut ourselves short then we're also cutting the people around us short. Right, right. We don't just let ourselves down. It's it's those that look up to us as so, well. Hmm. So we all have a personal responsibility to try to be better. Even if it's not for us, because there's important people watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's what I'm trying to do now. I love it. <laughs> so... So you have yeah. a lot of you have a lot of things going on now. The the new Dave Castillo. <laughs> yeah, man, I got so real much estate. Stuff you have a farm. So in, you're in, all you're involved yeah, in all kinds of stuff. 2017 retired from fighting. 2018 started a real estate career. Um, reached out to a guy I know a guy I know. Shout out to Joel Joel Carson, Utah Real Estate. Um, he had helped me sell a house of mine, and then I reached out to him. I was like, hey. I had had some success buying and selling homes of my own, and I was like, "Hey, okay. I feel like this is something that's valuable to people. I could sell that." Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I asked him to mentor me, and um, so from 2019 to 2021, 1921—that's three years. So, so I had three consecutive years of six figures. Wow. The most money I've ever made in my life. Right, right. And, and you know, I attribute a lot of that success to Joel's coaching and my uh-huh. ability to be coached. Yeah, that's a big part of it, action, too. to take action and to put myself out there. Uh-huh. And, you know, it's, it's, you know, there's a, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty hard to try to start something new. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. feel like, almost like inadequate. Hmm. You know, like. Right, right. Like, how do you go how do you go um, sell your first house when you when you show up and people are like so how long have you been doing this? Like, actually you're my, my first, first one, one. <laughs> right right, right? <laughs> and uh, uh, but you know Joel's Joel's a great coach and 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 was giving me step by step how to do things and, yeah. and I would just go and apply that and, and just trust what he was telling me and um, and 
real estate has completely changed my life. It, wow. it, it gave me an opportunity to be able to purchase the piece of property that we live on now. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. Valley, um, in Huntsville, and that's the same place where I have the jujitsu program. We've also um, this year started a, a beef business, so we're gonna, we're raising Highland. Uh, Scottish Highland cows on our property, and that's um, and we will uh, we will be basically raising and providing high quality beef to people who want that is good awesome. quality food. Yes, sign and, me up. Yeah, so we're, we're, we 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 started the cow business, uh-huh. the, the beef business. We have real estate. We're doing the real estate, the uh, the jujitsu program is on our property and now my wife and I have launched her personal practice it's a um, the company's called Opta Health uh, you could go to optahealthhormones.com and, and <clears throat> look at that information but um, my wife is a nurse practitioner and she has opened her own virtual bioidentical hormone replacement therapy clinic and nice. her office is also in our barn <laughs> we we, we oh, just cool. finished the 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 uh we gutted a, a, a an office that has a bathroom and we just oh okay modeled it and it's oh, super great. nice nice but it's also in our barn also in the barn yeah that is so cool so we're we're you know operating four businesses on our property yeah right that's amazing. How do you keep up? Like, really? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I, I wake up and do hard things. Uh, right, right. I mean, you have to, or you, you'd never catch up. Yeah, I mean, I go out, and I'm, I, I'm, I'm usually outside by um, 6 or 6.30 in the morning. Yeah. About 6.30 in the morning, um, feeding, feeding the cows. Right, and right. I, this is the first winter that I've been outside, regardless of temperature, right, every single right, morning, right. every day. Wow. And... And uh, it's been, I've learned a lot from that. Yeah. I've learned a lot from those animals. For sure. Dave, Dave was showing me a picture earlier of a, of a baby cow in a bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was just, it was funny, but it was awesome. And it's, yeah, it's one of those, one of those things that you have to do. You don't, it doesn't matter if you want to do it or what the temperature is outside or, or regardless of what else is going on in life at that particular moment, Yeah, you have to do the hard thing and, and take care of those animals. <laughs> yep. And it's been super cool. And uh-huh. we'll, we'll have our uh, first batch um, of beef available uh, in October. Wow. So that's going to be That's exciting. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. So that's, that's what we're doing. And um, that's the business aspect of my life. And, and uh-huh. that's where I've gone since MMA. Um, but I'm also... I'm also you know, really fortunate to have such an amazing partner and wife in yeah. Jenny. Yeah, yeah. Because she's just, she's a huge she's the biggest part of it. She she, right, she right. used to cheer me on hmm. and I cheer her on and we continue to tell each other that we can and we continue to take risks together. Uh-huh. And we keep and we keep allowing ourselves to be vulnerable. Yeah. And to be yeah, seen. Yeah. Right, uh-huh. and, and to and to have the confidence to be like, and that 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 we know that we can provide value for people. Right, right. 
and not being like, am I good enough? Or anything. Yeah. Because those thoughts do go through my mind and they go through yeah. hers and, yeah, yeah. And, and, and yours, I'm yep. sure, and everybody else's. You know, I think it's called imposter syndrome. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're, I think so. Uh Yeah. Where, but, but some of the greatest, most influential, most successful people in the world Hmm. have imposter syndrome too. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They just know how to deal with it. Right. Right. I I think it's so, I think it's so essential to have those people in our life, like Jenny, like your spouse, like your mentor, um, people willing and people that believe in you that are willing to help you along the way and are excited to see you succeed. Like, I think a lot of people go through life thinking I can do this by myself. And I'm, if I set my mind to it and I work hard enough, I can do whatever I want. But really, I mean, we rely so much on the support of those around us. And, and honestly, we'd be lost without it, right? Like, <laughs> Everybody wants to think they can do stuff on their own, but but you can't. <laughs> so true, dude. So true. You, yeah. Everyone needs help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the vulnerability, like making yourself vulnerable, like you were talking about, to admit that yes, I need help, is huge. That's hard to do. That's that's a difficult thing to to admit that that I need help with something, mm-hmm. but. I mean, you make so much more progress when you're willing to to let people in on on your dreams and and pursue them together. And I think that's that's awesome that everything that you and Jenny are accomplishing and yeah. and and how much you relied on on the mentorship with with Joel. Joel is his name, right? You said for for starting your real estate business. And I mean, without that, where would you have been? <laughs> trying to sell your first no, house yeah <laughs> no. yeah yeah so so I, I mean it's it's definitely essential for us to put in the hard work i mean that's that's a given but but it's also it's also essential to admit that you need help and find someone that supports you on your journey whatever it is that you're pursuing yep and even if it, even if it's like you're not in need of actual help but you're just in need of an actual just a resource yeah 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 like getting resourceful Right, you right. You know, that, that, like, a lot of, that you, you've heard it, you know, people say self-made, and so, uh-huh. it's like, <laughs> you sure? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. So, so I will, ne- I won't ever claim to be self-made. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, I, yeah. and I don't even think I, I, I and I, I haven't arrived. Right, right. I haven't arrived. I, I'm not even close to where I, where I want to be. Uh-huh. Like, I'm in this with everybody else. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to sure. improve every day. Because there's levels. Like I just said, there's levels yeah. to everything. Yeah, you know? yeah. There's right. people that I have in my circle that I look up to that I'm like, man, I want to be there one day. Hmm. And I know there's people in my life that look at me like that too. Uh-huh. And they look at my life and they're like, man, if I could just achieve something like that, yeah, that'd be cool. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? So there's there there's uh there's levels but we all just got to keep pushing to that next level yeah next for level, sure, next, for next, sure. Next level because you don't really know what's there until you get there right 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 you know yeah that's that's interesting i haven't i haven't thought about that a whole lot i mean it makes perfect sense and i totally agree with you but but we're always like in in my industry and in training we're always setting goals like and i and i guess i don't know where i'm going with this 
like we focus so much on getting to this goal and then we reevaluate and see what's beyond that. But, but a lot of times, I mean, it, fitness as well as everything else, life in general is, is a journey and, and we don't know where it's going to go until we get there and, <laughs> and we never really get there, right? It's continual. You never do. <laughs> so. If you're always trying to, it, that's so true. Cause if you're always trying to reach your potential, uh-huh. you never reach it. Right, right. Yeah. It's infinite. Interesting. And I, I mean, there's, there's a talking about huge goals and achieving them. Um, one, one particular that comes to mind is, is Everest. Like a lot of people who climb Everest, when they finish, they dedicate so much time to doing it that when they're done, they're lost. And they're like, now what? Right. They don't, they don't know where to go from here or what to do or what, like they focus so much on one goal and it's an awesome goal. It's a huge accomplishment, but, but a lot of people almost, and it's, it's not just with Everest. It's a lot of people will set big goals and when they reach them, they, it's, they're elated for, for a really short time and then they go into depression and like they've spent so much time pursuing this one thing and now it's not there anymore. It's done. Then now what? And, and, and they have trouble finding themselves again. And, um, I like your approach that you don't know what's there until you get there and you're just going to keep going and, and reevaluating. Okay. Where do I go from here? And, and just the journey aspect of it and knowing that the journey's not over once you get there, like it's, it's continual. As no long as, as long as we're walking, there's there's something to do. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's no finish line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree, hundred percent. Awesome. Well, Let's see what do we got. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Um. Yeah, it's good, man. If you're awesome, yeah, I'm good. I don't want to ramble on too long. No. But I I do want to say thank you for the opportunity to. Oh, of course. Be able to Thanks for share the... a couple ideas and. Thanks for coming and being my yeah, guest. Stories. Yeah. I I always love love discussions that we have. I miss some of them because I have to work. But but on Tuesdays after training, yeah. a lot of times Dave and some of the other guys will stick around and chat and guys have some great discussions and I I'm happy when I'm involved in them. And this yeah. is, this is always great sitting and, and talking to you and gaining wisdom from you. So I appreciate and you, you being as well. On the show. Man, you've been one of the, one of the most important people, um, in my jujitsu these past few years and one of the most consistent. And you've also been a source of inspiration and, and, uh, and, Having you as a friend is is an important thing to me because I know that you're a good man. Hmm. Well, I'm honored. Thank you. Cool. <laughs> appreciate I it. Certainly appreciate you as well. And having you in my life has made it better. Yeah. Absolutely. Good on. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, brother. <laughs> appreciate it. All right. Until next time, dabbling in discomfort. <laughs>